You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. You're hunkered down in Fort Burnson. Yep, that's right. Not, uh, Fort I don't think I've left. The, well, that's not true. I went out uh, for a CBS run. You know, put the football helmet on Easy and the, there. the hazmat suit and uh, disinfectant. Like Viggo Mortensen from the road. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got some. Had to get some toilet paper. But uh, I'm, I'm back now. But Uh-oh, I haven't left man. the house in 48 hours, and uh, we'll see how far this. You heard goes. what they said. The toilet paper was gone, and soon after that, the lettuce. You put two and two together. I don't get it. <laughs> People are wiping either. their ass with lettuce. Oh. oh, that is not oh. where I thought. There are a million other things that would be better to wipe your ass yeah. with. Name right. five. Biodegradable. Paper towels. T-shirts. A rag. <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> <Yes>. He's right. <laughs> T-shirt. I would rather, I would rather <laughs> wipe my ass with a T-shirt. Fucking socks. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. That, that's for something different, Joe. No, you don't wipe your ass with yeah, that. You so save I, those. Those are. Oh, I know. I have. I don't know if you've never been a college freshman. You're gonna need uh, those. <laughs> I've definitely used to stock. Ew. <laughs> well, it's not like I washed them and wore them afterwards. They I got tossed. You. I hope you. I hope you didn't keep that. No, so man. Just, usually it was like yeah. camping trips. Senior year of high school, we'd go out <laughs> camping and stuff. Nobody would remember toilet paper, and one of us <laughs> would end up having the shit. And one time it was me. Oh no! And uh, yeah, all I had at my disposal was a sock. Thank God it was just uh, a two wiper because <laughs> it would have been crazy if it was messy. Did you only use one sock, or did you be like, oh man, I got to use both only of one. these? It was a two sock. <laughs> Oh man! Only one. <laughs> wiped one side. Wiped the. I wore it like Perfect. a glove. Oh, there wow. you go. Side, wiped the other. Took it off. Threw it. Just like a surgical. Oh. See, this is what I'm talking about. We're gonna need to know these things. I'm saving That's my right. socks. Yeah. <laughs> Even the ones where you lose the match, like I'm saving those from now on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Survival so, uh, 101. What else is new with you in uh, in Fort Burnson? There's nothing your, new, man. I mean, we're, we've got about a month's worth of uh, food here. Now, we weren't one of these assholes who, like, bought up everything, like, you know, a bunch of toilet paper. We got what we needed. We got a little set aside. Just kind of be smart about it. This is something that I meant to have in my house anyway, like, you know, some of this emergency equipment. It's only smart. Uh, sure. So I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling stocked up, and uh, everything is uh, efficiently Cloroxed. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm prepared. How about you? We're doing good. We got the kiddos. They got all their food and yeah. stuff. We got our supplies. And yeah, we're doing all right. I just, uh, I mean, I'm definitely not one of those people that's like, everybody's blowing this out of proportion. Right. But I'm also like, if I got to go to the store, I go to the store. If yep. I come to work, I come to work. Uh, you know, everybody else decided to stay home, but, you know, got tests to come in. Good. I'm not handling it like Joe is. I'm like, I'm staying home, but going anywhere else. I was like, social distancing. I'm practicing it all. Yeah, and where are you now? Except for right here, but there's only two. That's that's okay. There's enough room between me and Joe. Now, can't cough on me or anything. Yeah, you guys were like head to head. First of all, I'm surprised your office hasn't (laughs) not that way. Surprised your office hasn't closed down. Like ours has been closed. Jenna's sending people home. It's it's. uh... Well, Tess, Tess, you could turn the camera around. There's nobody in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. There's nobody. There's nobody down here, man. It's probably the safest time to go to work right now. Yeah, man. So it's the best time. You know what? It's times like this when I look at the parking lot and mm-hmm. I see the road and stuff and try to get into work. That makes me think maybe Thanos was right. Yeah, maybe we need about half the amount of people. Yeah, you yeah. Know what he did. I think Thanos might have a point. I thought honestly that when I saw people doing coronavirus challenges and I saw a girl <laughs> lick a toilet. Yeah. No. Yeah. Is that a thing no, that's I'm, happening? I think that's happening right now. Yeah. Jesus, stupid kids. In the world we live in. I did see a bunch of uh, like uh, spring breakers on the news that were complaining that uh, all the bars and things were closed. Like, uh, yeah, spring break forever. Uh, not this year. Spring break canceled. No, it is spring break forever. I mean, all the schools are shut down. It's spring break point. forever. That That's is true. Actually, yeah. they shut down for like April, I think. Yeah, and spring break till April. <laughs> I, I had to mow the lawn yesterday. You know, I went outside. I, it was really funny when they first announced like everything was on lockdown. Mm. Obviously, that's when my wife is like, let's get in the car and go for a ride. I'm like, Did you see like they've announced that like everything's on lockdown. <laughs> like there's a disease and we're going out. We need to distance ourselves socially, which, by the way, mm. 
social distancing yes. has become such the hot fucking phrase now. Oh, I know that like everybody's oh, talking yeah. about. You got that going on. You've got uh, and look, I understand restaurant workers, service workers, and stuff that are going to be hard on some cash, hard times right now. But you've got Dallas actors, like I local know. theater actors, that are like, guys. Remember your your local artists, and you know, try to help them out. I'm like, dude, if your sole income is working at like a community theater, yeah, you should have been doing some other shit to prepare for. That. <laughs> I mean, that's e- easy to say for them, but there are a lot of industries that can't choose. Like my brother, you know, he he's his livelihood is off of going to these gigs, yes. and uh, the last I saw, he's had like four gigs canceled, and uh, that's his main source of yeah. income. Man, like, what are we gonna do? Not just four gigs. His karaoke party got canceled too. More I know, importantly, I know. <laughs> priorities, Joe. I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, immediately I saw Joel decline the invite. No, like no every, that's not true. It was like a, it was like time, three days later. Every time Fuck Lauren puts out the, an invite for something, Joel's like, "Oh, sorry, we're washing our hair that it's night." My we can't come on, oh, my <laughs> not true. Hey, where were you at the last one, Joe? Where were you? I was there. It was at no. The we've had another one since then. Oh, that was for oh, Christmas. Was that was my family. Never mind. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, Did you guys see like a bunch of uh, movies and stuff are going to be released yes. uh, for home video since all the theaters are closed? I got. I finally got the Alamo Draft House. Um, oh no! <laughs> and, uh. and they're like, we're suspending this for now. All the theaters are closed. Like, Great. That's cool, man. It's perfect timing for me to apologize then for the sound quality uh, of this week's episode. Obviously, we're uh, doing things a little different. And uh, probably will be well, for so that way you can future. See Thank in you. my camera. Thank you. Oh, there he is, the beautiful yeah. head. <laughs> there he is, waving <laughs> in the background. This is funny. So uh, for our listening audience, I'm in the uh, I'm in the the eagle's nest. Yes, the compound. You're in your house where we usually <laughs> are. are. Like, what do I call Joe, this? It's your house. Don't give it away, Joe. They don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm here with all the equipment, so I probably sound the same, but uh, we've got Joe and Tess both dialing in via Google Hangouts, uh, both in the same location, but now uh, quarantined into separate boxes because of the noise pollution. So uh, we're going to work on this. Uh, Maybe by next week we'll have uh, a better system figured out, and we'll be doing it uh, independently from our own homes. Well, I feel like this is a better option than trying to do it from my house and my kids screaming in the background. I figured as much. (laughs) I don't know. We got the whole episode sound like Remo Williams again. And then uh, and then Tess could be in his in his house with his roommate sleeping on his floor. <laughs> hey, that's still pretty quiet though. So. <laughs> Keon would just be popping up every five minutes, like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on. This is the new normal, guys. Yeah. Welcome to the editing bay like two point five, where <laughs> we now do what most other podcasts do. I know, do, right? broadcast from other locations i don't like this it's the editing bay post coronavirus that's corona right. currents not post you can have oh, any yeah, beer you want as long as it's a corona <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it figured um, out but uh yeah. yeah at least we can all see each other joe i see your beautiful headphones as well that's right i got this my beautiful s- setup these, got um, i got these i got these headphones uh at a uh, dallas mavericks game <laughs> oh yeah Ooh. Yeah, they were. The, I was sitting in like the lucky row or whatever. They handed out these headphones. I'm like, these headphones probably ain't shit. I looked it up and they were like $150 headphones. I was like, all right, cool. Well, they look great and they sound Thank great. You. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, uh, Tess so, is using his iPhone yeah. headphones. And, uh, I, don't, I don't even understand what Tess is saying back there. All I hear is. The difference in our headphones, man. That's what it is, right there. I think so, Joe. You want iPhone headphones? Tess, you want to try to join uh, Joe out there? We may be able to just hear you, but if we go back to Plan A, where you're sitting next to each other, and you mute yourself. No, we tried that already. <laughs> yeah, but it might going to breathe on me, and I don't know. Tess isn't going to have anything important to say about this. Anyway. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah, I mean not at all. Apparently, <laughs> he just <laughs> the movie that I love drove up here for no it. reason. <laughs> Now I gotta find my I fucking drew, note. I drove. Up, I drove up here to risk coronavirus. That's what I did. That's what you That's how much I love you guys in the editing yeah, Real team hey, player. Tess, you see any new movies? Did I? Did I tell you guys I saw Jojo? I saw. I told you I saw Jojo Rabbit and yeah. Parasite. I did see a film. I saw uh, Aladdin, or at least most of uh, Aladdin. The Guy Ritchie. Speaking of Wait, Guy Ritchie, the original, oh, the Guy Ritchie. Oh, I've okay. seen the original before, but this is new. I had not seen. Uh, you know how I feel about these Disney remakes. Uh, listen to our Beauty yes. and the Beast episode. Uh, and I figured I was going to give this one a chance because we did just do Guy Ritchie. I forgot what a great filmmaker he is. 
so figured to give it a shot, but uh, man, it is so different. And it's another one of these. That was my main criticism of Beauty and the Beast, right? That they made changes just for the make the sake of making changes. Changes. Turn the beat around. Just turn the beat around. How does, how does it go? <laughs> turn the beat around. Changes. So you were you were saying you uh, you saw the guy Richie Aladdin. Yeah, and uh, the Will Smith exactly. Speaking of uh, this week's oh. movie star, Will Smith, um, man, miscast in that role, too. Uh, I don't know who thought he could like they tried to keep all of the things of Robin Williams, but then they just made Will Smith do Robin Williams things, and Will Smith doesn't do Robin Williams things. Will oh, Smith is that what happened? Does Will Smith things? Oh, uh, shit. Not so much like the zany stuff, but I mean the things that the character himself was doing, like the transformations and stuff. Uh, uh-huh. It just felt uh, a little tone deaf. And again, I found myself scratching my head and asking why. Why are we even doing this? Because there's money to be had. Yes. We can, we yes. can milk this oh, cash yeah. cow. Well, I fooled them by not paying to see <laughs> oh, What about boy. you? Movies, Joe? No. No, I haven't no? seen anything. No, sir. Uh, I've been working on... Um, <laughs> so three years ago, mm. I started playing Final Fantasy II. Oh, Jesus. And there was something I learned about that game is that the leveling system is completely fucked up. Now, I need and to clarify. Is this part the real part two or like part four part or part two? two? Got it. No, this is the real part the two. The one that was Japanese never released. Part two. Got it. Yeah. Uh, and there's a good reason why it wasn't released here in America for a long time. Because the only way you leveled up, it's not like you got XP. There's no XP system what? in this game. No, there's no XP system. So the way you make your character stronger is the more damage they take. They have to take damage, and then at the end of the battle, their HP would go up, their strength would go up. So in essence, you could only play this game normally up to a certain point until you got stuck because you would just get wiped out all the time. So... The fix is that you basically spend a whole lot of low-level fights attacking your own characters and getting them down as low as you can and then healing them because using magic builds up your magic. Oh, Jesus. So healing them in the fight and then attacking them again, healing them again, attacking them, healing them, and just doing that over and over that again. sounds and then, laborious. Yes. When you finish yeah. the fight, your stats would go up. I did that pretty steadily for a few months and then over the course of three years i would keep coming back to my system and just doing some fights doing it for an hour or so and then shutting it off coming back doing it for an hour or so so i can't tell you the last time i played it but i ended up digging up my my vita and charging it up and seeing what games i had on it and oh my gosh there's final fantasy <laughs> 2 so i'm like fuck it i wonder how far i can get in this game if i try playing it mm-hmm. So I was maybe outside the third dungeon of the game when I started doing like all the leveling and stuff. Right. I'm now one fight away, I guess, from the end game. Ooh, nice. <laughs> and I, I've had no trouble at all. <laughs> because so, you're all fucking... Because I've, I've completely jacked up the stats. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there's that's kind of an update. No movie, but a video game. We'll pretend we're doing uh, the quest. There, there's a reason I think that that game was not released uh, for U.S. audiences. Because, yes, that's that right. sounds fucking tedious as hell. It's very tedious, and uh, and I was going to make a tedious joke because that's the name <laughs> of a character in Final Fantasy twelve uh, or ten. Final Fantasy ten. My bad. I'll pretend uh, you made that joke and it went over well. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet Lauren Burnson would understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> Probably not. Mm. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, that's that's all I've got. Other than that, uh, watch this week's movie, and I can't wait to get into it. And that's what we're going to do right now. This is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're good movies, sometimes bad movies. No matter what the case, we will watch a movie every week and then come back here and talk about it with each other. And with you, our lovely editing bay listeners, we invite you to take part in the discussion. Go to Facebook.com/slash Editing Bay or on Facebook. Find that search bar. Type in the Editing Bay and. Uh, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes click on that and that's where you could talk back to us and let us know what you think of the movie of the week and if you have ideas for other movies for us to watch in the future you can put your suggestions there as well and uh, the movie that we're talking about this week once i uh, pull this thing aside and get my notes 2007's i am legend mm-hmm. directed by francis lawrence uh, also gave us constantine the hunger games Ooh. catching fire Hunger Games Mockingjay 1 and 2, and a shit ton of music videos. Oh, The movie was made for $150 million, 
who who looked up how much it made? <laughs> I did. You did. Tess, you want to guess how much this movie made? You said 150 million is what it was made for. Mm-hmm. It was made for 150 million. Uh, let's go with. I'll say it made like 250, 250 million. It made 585 points. Yeah, you need to double that, buddy. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so. In 2007, these are the movies that we oh, had. Yes. Uh, we had Ratatouille, No Country for Old Men, There Will Be Blood, okay. Juno, Sweeney yeah. Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, Superbad, Zodiac, oh, Transformers, yeah. Knocked Up, uh, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, Atonement, <laughs> uh, Hot Fuzz, Real Pirates time. of the Caribbean, At World's End, American Gangster, The Simpsons Movie, Harry Potter yeah. and the Order of the Phoenix, uh, Spider-Man 3. Live Free or Die Hard, Lars and the Real Girl, National Treasure Book of Secrets, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, and who could forget Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> they made a movie uh, of that? Yes, sir. So, guys, remember that time Emma Thompson got like paid $2 million <laughs> to show up for 10 minutes of film? I know. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I didn't realize she was in this. She's like literally the first person you see and hear and then uh, disappeared again, although maybe a little cameo halfway through in the form of a newspaper clipping or something, right? But uh, Why wouldn't it be his character? I'm, su- I'm surprised it wouldn't be the Will Smith character. Yeah, since he yeah, seems really. to be so closely involved with the uh, production of this thing. Right. Well, I mean, the fact that he's our main character, and that would probably do well to get us introduced to him instead of giving us a bunch of flashbacks of like, oh, he's a scientist. He's a military scientist. Like, Oh, okay. He's the first person they're talking to. He's obviously developing this cure. Yeah, I feel like they were maybe uh, trying to spoon feed us the uh, plot one at a time, and uh, that's a lot of uh, stuff to unpack. Uh, I don't know. I-, I think they were kind of saving that reveal for later when he opens up his refrigerator and you see that newspaper clipping, or it's, it's the beginning of Time Magazine, isn't it? It's like yeah, a cover, it's the cover of made. Time, and yeah. it's like yeah. Savior, and he's drawn in a question mark: Savior, yeah. Soldier, and Scientist. Right? Isn't that what mm-hmm. it says? It is. Uh, right before we saw Matt Lauer on TV, which was a nice <laughs> reminder of the times that we lived in, when, when Matt Lauer, before he was a sexual predator, yeah. uh, uh. So I feel like unless you've spent a significant amount of time in Manhattan, mm. you cannot truly appreciate oh. how trippy and profound it is for him to be tearing ass in that uh, in the Mustang down mm. Fifth Avenue, like from 38th to 34th Street. He's just tearing ass, and it's like, yeah, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> that if you live in New York, that, except for right now. <laughs> yeah, right. But how fun does that look, right? That whole sequence where you're just like uh, the world is is your playground now, and especially yeah. New York City. Well, New York City is his playground, not so much the world. Um, oh, as he knows but it, but he. He really should have been a lot more careful. I'm surprised because they introduced that whole thing where he's chasing after the deer. And he's about to get the beat on one, and it gets taken down by a lion. Yeah, I did not know that there were other wild animals wow. around. Uh, clearly, he knew that, though. But, yeah, not really taking the precautions. to Right. They could have, it, well, go ahead. I was going to say, they could have pulled a fucking velociraptor on him, just kind of come up <laughs> on him, flanked him from the side. <laughs> Clever girl. I'm surprised they didn't attack him. Like, really, with food being as scarce as he says it is, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't attack they didn't him, him too. as well. Yeah, I was looking at that like, oh, man, these asshole lions, they came up and stole his dinner, but then yeah. they make, make him dinner as well. Right. Is what I and, and the thing is, I can suspend disbelief for the lions because of the Central Park Zoo, mm-hmm. but a bunch of deer running around Manhattan, <laughs> I really have a hard time with. Where did they come from? I don't know. It's the same thing with at the end of the movie when they're driving across the bridge. Like, I thought they blew up all the bridges. Yeah, was it that the- How did this stuff happen? <laughs> they knew it was there the whole time. Yeah. I guess they never got yeah, to those. He should totally be digested in the belly of a lion. There should have been no movie because he should have been killed within the first five minutes of this film. Uh, he should have been killed a couple times throughout this movie, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> you mean when the, when the evil zombie guy has him by the throat and is just oh, lifting Jesus. him up? Like, his, his artery should have been shattered. Yeah, fucking jugular would have been ripped out by that thing. Look, I think Will Smith is doing fantastic work in this movie. Absolutely. And I know you said earlier that he was miscast in this. Um, what? But didn't you say, like, another movie where he's miscast? Or were you not referring to this when you were talking about Oh, yeah, about- no, no, no. I think he was great in this. He's uh, he's one of the best things about it. He's, it's a tour de force performance. It's he goes an hour and like five minutes before another living human. Like despite the the flashbacks, it's an hour and five minutes of just him. Oh yeah, and he is anchoring the shit out of this movie. You forget like what a movie star he is. He's just like so fucking charismatic, 
it would have only been noticeable if it were a lesser actor and you weren't as invested. But uh, man, just from the word go, yeah, he's great. Yeah, dude, he's uh, the way that he's able to play like the the slow descent into madness. You know, we've got mm-hmm. this brilliant scientist, and I think it's really interesting the way they have him set up like all these mannequins to create some kind of semblance of a day to day life and <laughs> interacting with people. Uh, but at the same time, it's such a sad story I of know. like. Watching him descend, like after the dog dies, and he goes to see the mannequin. Uh, and I promised my friend I'd say hello. Oh Jesus! Say hello to me. Please. I was convinced he was going to fuck that mannequin. First of all, oh. two, two things you know he has already fucked that mannequin <laughs> and probably several other mannequins. Like, there's no denying. The minute I saw that he dressed up these people, I'd be like, oh man, you you better check the bottoms on those mannequins because uh, we'll, like, three years is a long time, right? Amanda will do anything, but also really well, it, was only, it was only two and a half. Well, almost oh, three years. It said three years oh, at the okay. beginning, so I'm taking the movie uh, at its. Oh, word. did it? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I remember saying. saying I didn't, didn't even. I didn't even see it say three years. I just did the math. I was like, "How long?" <laughs> okay, so oh. I guess I could have just been paying attention. Good instead. job. No, no. Uh, but yeah, yeah but but the minute I saw those fucking mannequins, like for the first time, I was like, "Oh, well." Clearly, later on in the movie, there's going to be a scene where he's hiding from these things and they're in the store with the mannequins and he's going to mistake one. They're going to be hiding amongst them. Didn't that seem like they were setting that up? I'm surprised they didn't do that. I was very surprised they didn't do that. Um, I think that it played well when he'd had the scene where he saw the one that had been moved. Yeah. Oh, and so yeah. He, he was like, D- what, what do you call him? Fred? 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 Yeah. yeah. Fred. What are you doing out there, Fred? Um, I would have gone you're real, Fred. It was played well. I didn't understand how the trapped work. Me neither. How, I didn't see it. I just heard it. Yeah, like he stepped in a puddle, heard a click, and you'd think as someone who knows how to set the trap up, <laughs> yeah. he'd immediately step his foot out of the puddle. Oh. He'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm good now. But yeah, he, he just kind of fell for that. And I was like, man, and I get it. Like you've kind of grown complacent being the only living person. Mm-hmm. So you're not expecting that to happen. But at the same time, like there are some things that I think maybe they introduce them too early, too close to when they end up getting Resolved. used again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the mannequins, I want to just get back to the mannequins for a second <laughs> because no, just because I feel like the mannequins looked more lifelike than the CG effects of oh, the monster. Oh, no, I know, I know. And that's, uh, I think, a, kind of a universal criticism of this film is that um, the effects, you know, 2007, there were good effects that could be had if you had the money for it. And then, yeah. a, now, this movie had a $150 million budget, but I got to imagine, like, you know, Will Smith has taken up 20 of that, right? And then oh, yeah. the effects budget has, you know, maybe 100 or so. But there are so many effects shots and uh, they all kind of have varying degrees of quality. I thought the the effect shots, as far as like the um, the locations, looked way better. Yeah, like they obviously spent a lot more time on that stuff. But yeah, the uh, the the effects of the of the of the monsters, they were so plasticky. Yeah, like they really. I don't know if you noticed this when he had the female monster on the bed, and they like she had the tear in her shirt, mm-hmm. but her tits like pointed straight up. <laughs> Like there was yeah. no gravity. I know it's a it's a dumb thing to notice, but no. There was well, no they're supposed gravity. to be human bodies that have just been turned, right? Yes. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. I uh, no definitely. I remember liking me a lot when I saw it the first time. Yeah. Uh, oh, but not this time. I, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. Like I there's a lot oh, wow. there's a lot to this movie that I liked, and I think there's a lot to like here. But I think overall, overall, yeah. it kind of defeats its own purpose. Well, it, like. What is the point? Yeah, and I want to get into that. First of all, um, yes, I agree about the effects. It had me wondering, like, why didn't they just, like, cast real actors and, like, use makeup? Like, you could have... And then enhanced it every now and then with some effects. Not everything had to be CGI. So, yeah, I could have done a different thing there. No, I'm wondering what the point of the movie was. Right. Like, so his arc is he's a man who feels like he's let the world down. He's responsible for all this. And so he has let his quest for finding a cure ultimately make him a boogeyman amongst what society has become. This is what humanity has become. And he's forcing his normal on them. Like that whole scene at the end where, you know, they've, they've been hunting him down because they want to get her back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when they, that's when they started actively hunting him is because he took her. Um, And so when they finally get to his house, they're like, the dude does the, the, the butterfly in the blood. He does yeah. the butterfly on the thing. And that's when Will Smith realizes, oh, she's got a butterfly, which wasn't introduced clearly enough. I know. I was like, what the fuck is that? What's going on? And then I see like, oh, 
Well, he never noticed she had a butterfly before, did he? No. Yeah. I don't know. And they, don't they know. kind of added an audio cue there of his daughter talking about the butterfly, too. Uh, and yeah. we're supposed to piece that together. Yeah, that seemed like a really sloppy way to go. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have a question. I think you've kind of answered it from your context. But um, I realized about halfway through this movie that I was watching the alternate ending version. And it sounds like you were, too. Is that yeah, because I remembered this movie ending a different way when I saw it in the theater. There you go. Let's okay. talk about this. Okay. Tell me. So I'm not alone. I thought I was just fucking crazy. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is it? When I ended it, I was like, I remember this ending completely fucking different. So, so wait, in your ending, did he drive away with her? Yes, he lived. In, yeah. the, in the ending I remember, he died. That's like, right. Yeah, when died. I saw it in the theater, he blew himself up to cover her, her. escape and yeah, then she yeah. found the colony yeah at the end like later, it, at the it, end. it ends with them getting there like them driving up and they're like oh who are you guys and them saying oh i'm i'm so and so we have the cure basically yes. and they're like oh my god we're happy to see you and that's how it ends and that pays off her story where she's talking about how god told her yeah. she knew to turn on the radio cuz god told her to turn it on like about her faith and how she followed faith and it got her finally to the promised land like i felt like that's a much more profound story than oh. like they just rom-com ending where they're in a car driving across a bridge. Why is this bridge still intact? Well, I thought all the bridges were destroyed. So the reason behind that, uh, I guess, the ending that you guys both saw in audience or in uh, theaters was the one that they had to add on or went with because the other one didn't test well. The one that we just watched didn't test well because it kind of made Will Smith uh, not so much a villain, but yeah, God forbid we uh, delve into the gray areas of right versus wrong and uh, right. not put our, oh. ourselves in other people's shoes. Uh, but I actually prefer, and having watched this, because I didn't see the version you guys saw in theaters. I only know this version where he gets yeah. away and he kind of comes to his own realization. I feel like that's the point of this movie. Like that, it's all about uh, kind of becoming the villain. He never stops to think about, uh, you know, yes, they're evil. Yes, they are not evil. Yes, they uh, um, are ravenous, but that they've kind of built their own colony now, and they're not just dumb animals. And it it uh, kind of makes it poignant that whole scene with the lion at the beginning that they then show that same family of lions at the end. He's able to sacrifice that uh, uh, animal because he sees the value, sees that they can have familiar units. Uh, they and- showed the lions at the end. Yeah, yeah. There's a shot right before he like right before they drive. Uh, Tess, I guess, is taking a pee break there, huh? He's getting a, he's getting the charger for his laptop. Oh, okay, he left it. Uh, We're experiencing some technical differences. The, but yeah, after uh, as they're driving away in the Mustang, it, it pans over from that same uh, family of lions and kind of. Wait, so you liked that? You liked the scene where they're driving away and he's like with them that he like he gets to live a redeemed life. Yeah, well, is it redeemed? I mean, he's always going to live with what he did, but I feel like the whole movie was about him going through the steps of grief and coming to terms with it. Wasn't about him finding a cure. Uh, I, I I like it better that way, and I think it's a it's a it's a darker tone. Certainly, um, I think you still have that tone. I think you still have that that realization that he had become the villain at the end of the original one, where he oh, blows right. himself up too. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I just know that, like, the it, it surprised me watching this. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I I'm sitting here getting prepared this whole time for him blowing himself up. Same. That's Same. not what happened. So he yeah, blows yeah. himself up and takes a lot of dudes with him. The yeah. zombies. Yeah, he takes he takes all of them with him, and that's how they're able to actually get away. Well, then it's- I like I like that version better than the one we just watched today because what? I mean, and yeah, that's, yeah. That's because- what Joel was saying. Joel prefers this one over the the explosion one no i prefer the explosion one <laughs> over, over over the one where he gets away i like explosions I've known, I've known it that whole that that way the entire time and like i was like all right i'm looking forward to this i'm looking forward to this then when it went the other way i was like wait you were looking waiting? forward to her murdering a bunch of innocent creatures tess <laughs> were they all that innocent they just they, they busted up his house they fucked up a lot of shit because he stole their daughter I mean, she was trying. <laughs> she had to, it coming. She, oh, she had to come in in a way. The way she, she was dressed with that butterfly tattoo. She was asking yeah. for it. 
She was asking for it. I mean, <laughs> she came after him trying to attack him, and he was just trying to – He was all he was doing was trying to make sure that he found out what the cure was. And he needed a live subject to see what that was about. <laughs> Guys, right. we are skipping over the main issue of this movie. Uh-oh. What's that? And it is – Fuck that dog. Oh, my God. Oh. Fuck them. Fuck the makers of this movie. They knew what they were doing. They fuck knew they were going to fucking get me. Dog, uh. that, that dog. dog went running up ahead and went into that dark warehouse. How I'm dare like, they? Done. Oh, that would have been my dog. Sorry, dog. It's only been three years. You couldn't have been too attached to that dog. I mean, what? he didn't want it to begin with. You remember when I've she had did? my dog for three years. I still wish someone would come take him away. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog's amazing. I'm when his daughter when his daughter gave him to him, he didn't really want it. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. hey, I can't do shit with a dog. Take this back. And she's like, no, I know he'll protect you. Oh, that dog is so okay. cute. Like, All right, we saw that the way. way his family dies, too. Like, so you've got a military excursion, or you've got uh the military taking important personnel out of Manhattan. They're not gonna wait until like this major general I know. his family is in the air and on their way gone before they blow up the bridges before the airstrikes come in right they're just taking out the fools fucking, the proximity of d- destroying these bridges there is no way in hell that they're going to be like okay we've got this many civilians hanging out right there by the bridge let's open up ordnance and blow this thing up <laughs> there's no way yeah. That's like that's it's stuff like that that pisses me off about movies like this mm-hmm. because you could have been creative and a little bit more realistic about what could have possibly happened to his family. You could have had that like there was the airstrike and the helicopter took off and then you had the other one that like people were starting to get on though and it like and it ran into them. That's that's believable. I'm totally down with it. It didn't have to have anything to do with blowing up the bridges though. <laughs> yeah. It, it was just it was just a little too much pizzazz, a little too much flash and pop for no reason. I think the other point of that. Effect. I think the point of that was that Will Smith needed to see them die. There can't have been any uh, question as to whether they survived if they got off. It could have still happened. He could have still seen them die. They just didn't have to blow up the bridges. <laughs> they didn't have. We didn't have yeah. to see that happen. Fair enough. We could have seen the helicopter start to take off and like the other one runs into it. But the whole addition of blowing up the bridges, I understand you want to show the audience that, like, this is why you can't leave the island. Like, they've shut it down. They've blown up the bridges. Well, if you're going to go back and do a reshoot where these motherfuckers are driving across a bridge anyway, <laughs> then I think it's all for naught, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were hoping they were hoping we wouldn't remember that by then, Joe. Like, oh, yeah, no, we blew up the bridges. They're not going to remember this shit by the end of the movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember everything. I remember everything in this movie. Because- there, it, it's it's funny because as much as I can complain about the things that do happen, and there's plenty to complain about, I think that there's a lot of stuff in this movie that sticks with you. I don't oh, think yeah, there's a whole yeah. lot of wasted time with Will Smith. I think everything he does is very deliberate, and and it's it's very picturesque, for lack of a better term. The I guess the only criticism I have is he has the whole thing about, I'll be at the pier from this time to this time, every day. Every day. You're here. Come see me. He's got a desk set up at the pier with his back to wherever people would be coming from. <laughs> Why doesn't he turn that desk around, man? Might be coming by sea. You never know. Wait, which way was it facing? It was facing towards the water. Oh, well, they yeah. could be coming by boat. Who's going to be coming by boat? I mean, maybe he was. Maybe he was thinking that because he's the only person in New York that somebody's coming by boat. That somebody's just gonna. Just out of nowhere, just pull up to the shore after hearing his message at some point in time. Maybe that's why he had to turn. He'd feel the other guys coming. They come from land. You got to be This movie has a fucking video rental store in it. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> 2007. It is definitely a product then, of its time. And that that's where he spends his day. Like, that's where he wakes up to go to every day. I'm like. Dude, There's nowhere else do. in the city that your ass would, you, would rather go with me? Bro, why, just for safety's sake, why wouldn't you just stockpile all those movies, put them in a bag, yeah. bring them home? Take them with you. And have them there. Why are you going to a fucking video rental store? <laughs> I mean, I understand that that creates the whole, like, he's putting together a semblance of regular routine yeah. and a life. And, and I think, again, that's the kind of thing that I think is very creative about this movie that maybe I wouldn't have thought to do in crafting a story like this. But I think it's interesting that he did that. Um, there's a lot of that peppered throughout too, just kind of the realism. And, uh, I, I love that it was well thought out. Like how would, yes, three years on your own thinking everybody else is dead. What would your life devolve into? And, right. Uh, how do you maintain 
insanity. Mm-hmm. Playing videos, old videos of like uh, Good Morning the news. America. I love that where he's got the weather on. What's yeah. going to be 78? Uh, we have some snow coming up later this yeah. week. No, oh, yeah. All those people are dead. Or are they? And just like every other outbreak zombie movie, mm-hmm. shit goes wrong when you invite someone into your house. <laughs> yep. Every single fucking time. <laughs> You're telling me that this chick, uh, the Alice Braga character, mm-hmm. Anna, that she survived three years just like he did, and she wasn't smart enough to know, like, hey, let me wait. Let me drive till dawn yeah. so that way they can follow us back to this house. She, she just arrived back to home. He even told her, though. He was like, hey, hey, don't let them follow me. <laughs> they don't know where I live. Drive till dusk. <laughs> And then he passes out. <laughs> and not only is what to do. not only she is she like, keeping herself that. alive, but uh, she's like keeping this child alive too. Like I'm sorry, that kid's dead. Like within the first year. So the only reason oh, Ethan exists is to create a connection between Will Smith and, and Alice Braga, right? Yeah, like has. that's the only reason they didn't really bring anything to the story. He was there specifically he's not for that there one to, like, shot. He's not there to make him like I guess like think about his daughter again and have that whole that's it father that's the I was like okay that's why just I for that and one I shot know, I didn't yeah. real I didn't realize until watching it today that like his daughter in that movie is his actual daughter Will Smith what yeah I didn't know that back then God yeah damn. I didn't know that back he then. was starting early with that shit and then he did, uh, he did what was the one Will I Am or what's one called where he oh, plays uh, um. Pursuit of happiness. Yeah, pursuit of ha- will I? <laughs> no, it was the other will one. I? No, the the one in space. It was just like him and his son. Oh, oh, uh, after, oh, Earth. after oh. Earth. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, kind of sounds like After Birth, which is what that movie is. <laughs> oh, oh, take that M Night Shyamalan. It bums me out because the movie's on a pretty good trajectory until she shows up, and I kind of wish that there was more of a like a. Maybe more of a honeymoon period of him learning to live again with other people before we get to the whole point where, like, the deadites start trying to bust down his door. Yeah, yeah. it would have prolonged. It's, it's I mean, it's it's over the halfway point of the movie when they, so they finally settle up and have breakfast at his apartment. Oh, it's the it's the last thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah, remember, I told you guys, I was like, I have thirty minutes left, and they had just gotten into the movie. <laughs> so for a majority of the movie, it's just him and flashbacks, and then. You have him with other people for just about thirty minutes of this entire movie. That so, was a nice like, little yeah, twist. They had honest, it was good because I mean, by that point in time, he had enough conflict that was going on, but you didn't understand the conflict of like the monsters like coming to chase after him because he had taken like the daughter. So you didn't understand that until they came looking after it. I mean, after like you had already had like the new people come in. Like, um, what's your name? The actress that was in it. Like, once her and Ethan got in there. That's when, yeah, that's when their interactions uh, brought upon everybody else. And it's like, oh, they're coming after you because of this. It's like, we didn't know that clearly until until them. So Fair enough. they were needed. But I mean, like you said, if they had maybe came in probably about like, what, 45 minutes or so left <laughs> in there, it would have been a little bit better because at least you would have been able to see them do a whole nother like scene and then them get home, have breakfast and be like, all right, well, we've seen them enough and there have been enough communication between people she shows maybe up a, a few days where they kind of establish a new normal with each other <laughs> sorry i can't let that go past but we're, we're i just i get to see the uh the maid the cleaning lady coming uh it's after hours here at the office she'll be a part of the podcast every week from here on out now i guess huh <laughs> yeah, that's right. get her name on the way out we'll uh, see, if, see if she has any plugs she wants us to plug. plug. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, well, yeah. I, I I did notice that those characters do show up <laughs> right after the dog uh, bites it. Unfortunately, and I I don't know about you, I knew the dog wasn't going to make it out of this film. I'd have that I'd had that spoiled for me early what, on. What a, what a chilling part of that movie, though. He's got it in a headlock or whatever, and it starts to try to bite. It. Like he feels the the furs coming out, uh, and he checks the teeth. Oh, it's yeah. like it's chilling. It's a it's an upsetting part of the movie. Yes. And, I'm just like, dude, once that dog gets bit by the other dogs, saving your life, it's like, all right, see ya. But he's, a, he's his best friend of three years. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, so Why are you bringing him back? Why did you bring him back to your home? Because he's his only friend, Joe. He's oh, man's man. best friend. <laughs> no, the dog <laughs> fucked up twice. He, had a he fucked up twice. The dog saved him. He did. The dog did fuck up twice. I mean, but it fucked up as well, though. Wait, the what? reason why it saved him is because he fucked up. How'd the, the dog, dog fuck up? It's like he had the dog, dog ever did was like alert him, him to everything. 
the dog would have had no, to save him if it didn't run into that that warehouse. Exactly. This is a sequence of events. Dog runs into the warehouse. Will Smith yeah. follows him into the warehouse, finds out it's a nest for these things, escapes oh. with his life, comes back to that warehouse and traps that woman and yep. then brings her back home. Listen, you can't. And then that is when those set a trap for him and the and ultimately the dog is what caused that no no you can't blame the dog for the I choices mean, of will smith that's right that's right to me that's awesome the dog fuck was trying dog. to get them the only food that they had available fuck that dog man no oh I'll, my god i can't they, watch they, they it available. did they you not feel a... the canned goods he had in his apartment exactly and they were having a good time he was he was hitting he was hitting yeah, golf balls off the blackhawk or whatever yeah, exactly Every, man. everything was great then the dog is like and he's all looking up He's like, what do you see? And then his ass darts off and shit. That's the whole reason why they ran into that. If it wasn't for him, he would not have been in that situation. He didn't have to go back, though. That was his own choice. Come on. That dog, that and then is, that that dog, that dog is the only one who woke to, him up after he, he got in the trap. That idea, he wouldn't know. It was his watch that woke him up. That's no, true. it was the dog barking. Bitch, the dog was barking at him for hours. <laughs> he didn't wake up to his watch. Went off. <laughs> and that, and how, does, how, does, how does that work? To where you hear your watch, but you don't hear the dog that's, <laughs> that's like barking right under you. It doesn't make sense. Like, barking, that doesn't so make it's, sense. it's a consistent sound. You but you bury that away. You know, you start to just ignore it. But you hear that watch. I, oh yeah, I, I love that dog. I think that dog was the I, best part of the movie. Fuck I, that I, dog. Fuck Sam. No, no, it was devastating. No, that, that, when he dog, that dog was stupid. <laughs> that dog was stupid because when he woke up, because he when he woke up, remember, like, and he saw like he saw the the monsters coming out. The dog was all roof roof, like trying to talk shit to the dogs and everything. He's like, "Hey, come on, we need to go. We need to go right now." He was protecting like, his oh, owner. Yeah, yeah we, no, he, he wouldn't have had to protect his owner either if the the owner was a smarter man too. <laughs> this is a brilliant military scientist does some of the dumbest shit that I've seen in the first few minutes of this movie, yeah. where he he has a knife. Right, usually if you're cutting yourself out of a trap. Why not hold the top part of the rope so you can hang and cut it so then your leg comes loose and you can hang instead of falling five feet on your back on concrete? Then what? He breaks the knife. The knife breaks and stabs him in the eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh my bad. god! What the fuck? And he's military. He's former military. He doesn't have the presence of mind to go. All right, I'm gonna even knife. if he knows, I'm gonna cut this and then fall. To like, if I'm gonna fall, I should throw this away. He should from have me. started swinging first, so that he would uh, he wouldn't land in the same spot that got him. But Joe, yeah. this guy, he's not only mili- he's a military colonel, like he's all the way up there, and then also he's one of our best scientists. This guy's just like, and he looks like Will Smith, and he's jack. He's in great shape. He's got you everything. See him working out, just does it all. Like what the fuck? We see him working out. This is one of those movies where you watch the actor work out, and I'm like. I'm such a fucking sloppy And pig. how is he immune to it? Did we ever address doing, how he's immune to it? He gave himself the immunity. He's got the... the, the, no, the so why does nobody else Wait, have what? it? I don't know, man. Story. Yeah, yeah, that, right. yeah, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, Joel, because he's immune. But then you remember she said that like a bunch of other people that she randomly, that she heard of yeah. were also immune. So he's not well. special. Like that's what, Yeah, but so that doesn't like, make any sense. Like, they're all dead. All dead. Yeah, and how does he know? Like, it's a big everyone assumption. Everyone you know, everyone I know is dead. Isn't that a big it's assumption? Like that, that is a big. That is a big ass assumption. I mean, you're talking to somebody that you didn't know fucking existed, but you're still saying that everybody's fucking dead. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, it's because like, it's, it's more along the lines of because God told her, and he's making the argument there is no God no for God, this to happen. Yeah. There is no God. I, yeah, I, See, yeah. it's all part of the stages of grief. Denial. That's where he was. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's then, really good, Joel. And then acceptance. That's what the whole movie is. It's just a metaphor for your yes! stages. It absolutely is. <laughs> and for uh, putting your walking in another person's shoes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, what? What? What else? What other notes do you have for this? Because I've got a lot of notes that just say "fuck that dog." No, the oh dog is so great. Oh, I can't believe you guys are coming down on that dog, Sam. Hey, look! It's oh, guys, did you catch the Batman v Superman poster? <laughs> it's time. Well, it's two thousand seven, man. It was in 2007, and in the poster it said coming, uh, what was it, April 15th or uh, May 15th of 2010. Oh. And that, that shot caused so much fucking chatter online when this movie was released. Oh, like had it not been announced? There's going to be another Super Batman v. Dude, this wasn't an announcement. Batman v. Superman didn't come out until like fucking seven years later. <laughs> it was like I didn't even realize that. Years after that. Uh, so, yeah. No. I, in, so this movie came out in 2007. Right. This Batman v Superman was another decade away. You're kidding. 
When did that movie come out? It I'm, came out in 2015, 2016. Let's see. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think they really – I think that was just to yeah. test audiences to see if they'd be interested. Oh, I thought that was all sort of part of some Marvel plan. No, man. No. I mean, I wonder how many people because caught I am legend of the DC comic. No, I mean, I mean, like some sort of Marvel-like long-term plan. Like they knew up oh, ahead, like, and they like were MCU, like planting seeds. Yeah, come on, Tess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? I mean, honestly, with that with that ending that we saw today, it looked like they were definitely planning on having a sequel. Like that's what that ending like looks like. Him what would they have called it? What would the sequel been called? I'm still a legend. Or <laughs> <laughs> we are legends. Too, it's like Tim and leg- Groot. Two legend. <laughs> Too furious, <laughs> too, too fast, too legend. I think, I think legend. for, for uh, how I met your mother fans, it would have been called Legend. Wait, wait for, for it. it. <laughs> Dairy. And then at the end of the credits, it would have went Dairy. <laughs> mm, that would have been amazing. That would have been. Uh, Batman versus Superman uh, came out in 2016. So 2016. You're right. Yeah. Almost 10 so. years later. That's crazy. Oh man, I think I know. I want to do my re. I think I want to know how to do my recast for it now. After you said that, just- <laughs> how I met your mother group. <laughs> well, the recast on this one's going to be pretty easy, I think. It's going to be quick, man. It's going to be super quick. Uh, I have, yeah, I have no other yeah. notes for this one, um, uh, other than I talked about how. The, uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I didn't understand when the the deadites, when those vampire monsters, when they broke into his house, mm. I was like, are they trying to get the woman and the kid? Because like, there was a whole lot of like them bypassing Will Smith fighting the one monster, and then there were other ones jumping over them to yeah. go up the stairs. I'm like. What the fuck are they going to? I thought they wanted to take him out. Uh, and so then I was like, okay, so they want the woman and the kid. And then I see the guy like digging around in the ceiling and stuff. And I'm like, what? And I still at that point didn't piece together. Oh, they're looking for the woman. They're looking for the female monster that he has in the basement. Uh-huh. That was, uh, it was interesting. I, I appreciated that reveal that when they finally got down to the lab, that's what they were after. That's what yep. they wanted. And, and like, I thought that kid and the woman were dead. Like, by the time he got upstairs, you see that shot where, what does he see? He sees some sort of bloody <laughs> limb, something it's, with blood. Yeah. No, it's the, uh, the, the, um, the shutter, the metal shutters. Oh. Like, something got through it and it was bleeding. Like, yeah. something had cut. Yeah. Something had come in or out. But, yeah, I thought, yeah. Uh, I thought we were going to see their dead bodies. Everywhere. Dead bodies everywhere. The bodies hit the floor. I really had a good time with it. It's only got like a sixty-eight percent uh, Rotten Tomato score, which yeah. is and uh, exactly the same across audiences and critics. And I would give it much higher than that. I think it's really well told. I think it's visually stimulating. I think anytime you can have a movie that the first thirty minutes there's no dialogue, it's just one guy, and it keeps you compelled. Uh, sure. I think that's at least yep. a fresh. Well, movie. actually, the first four minutes is all dialogue. It's Emma Thompson talking. Oh, good point. And then after that, <laughs> it's it's him talking to a dog. Oh, yes. uh, no, I. Uh, <laughs> I so you would recommend this movie, obviously. I would. I was. I I had not seen it before. Just make sure you watch. Oh, the, you had this was your first time. This is my first time seeing it. So a pleasant oh, wow. surprise nominee for oh, wow. twenty twenty uh, uh, Eddie Awards. Tess, what about you, bud? Oh, definitely. I was surprised at the fact that of how much I really remembered about this movie because I didn't think I had seen it so many times uh, when it actually came out. But mm-hmm. I remembered so many different scenes. I think maybe that goes into the fact that it was. A lot of it was just Will Smith being him, like by himself, but I would definitely recommend this. Uh, not even just because of what's going on right now, but if you like Will Smith and if you just kind of want to see a, a cool little story like the, about a po- post-apocalyptic world, it's a great movie. Though. Yeah, that is a one caveat, though, that I would say, uh, man, uh, you, you gave me some shit last week, Joe, for choosing Outbreak. You said it was a sensitive choice. Uh, <laughs> this, at least that one was, like, fun, and it was so, like, dumb and turned into a Hollywood popcorn movie. You can't really be, be mad at it. This one is really, like, fucking real. And uh, yeah. I find it hard to watch, especially with what's going on. I mean, like, damn, this could, you know, we're, this is a, hits a little too close to home, I thought. Yeah, it it's a raw movie. Uh, I would recommend it. I think that this movie, for the most part, it's a great showcase of what Will Smith can do Dude. and a good reason when people keep asking, when people ask the question, why Will Smith? I think this is a good counter to that where it's yeah. like, watch him in this movie. He is everything in the first hour of this movie. He is everything and he does a great job mm-hmm. at it. The shortcomings of this movie, I think like as far as things that don't make sense, the nitpicky logic of it, I think that, that could come and go and you could, you know, I could sit around all day and go, well, this doesn't make sense and this isn't realistic. No, it's a movie about a guy who's like trying to make vampires into people again so i guess it's not it's really not much to 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 nitpick but i think 
ultimately, uh, it, what you got here is a pretty strong movie, and it's yep. worth someone taking a look at. Uh, what did the, and I think we're probably going to all be in agreement here. What did the movie do right? Uh, Will Smith. He's, he's yeah, fantastic. of course, phenomenal. He's acting his fucking ass off the mm-hmm. entire movie. Um, so, what did the movie do wrong? Uh, for me, it's that original ending that you guys are describing. Like, I, I was going to say, yes, I recommend this movie, but make sure you get the uh, the alternate ending, which uh, is like the director's cut, basically. This is the one they wanted to do, and they had the other one uh, in the can just in case it didn't perform well. It didn't, but I think it makes the movie lesser because of it. I think it, it doesn't, uh, it, it changes the themes completely, and you lose that, uh, like, at the end, he just ends up being a martyr, right? He hasn't yeah, learned yeah. anything about this other, what's basically another race. Uh, he ends up just blowing a bunch of them up on his way out and uh, totally unredeeming of that character. Okay, so, Tess, what do you think the movie did wrong? I'm going to say the opposite of what Joel said. Oh. I feel like it. I feel like it is the ending, but it's because they, the ending that I saw today. I didn't like that ending. I like the ending of where he dies at the end and he kills everybody because of the fact that, like, remembering the movie, like, I feel like he, he, when he, remembering it, when he did do that, he had to. It came to the point where it was just like, this is literally the only thing I can do. They wanted him, they wanted him to leave too. He wanted to get out, but he had to kill himself in order for them to get out. And that was the way that the cure was actually getting out to the rest of the world. So it's like, in a way, it was like, yeah, he became that martyr, and he and he did what he always what he said the entire movie that he could fix this, and that's all he really wanted to do the entire movie. And in the end, he did, even though he died and didn't get to see it, but he knew that it got out with her. So that's what I liked about that movie. But seeing this ending, I was like, oh, this has a whole different feeling to it because now it wants me and makes me want a, a sequel to see like, all right, when he got to the compound, what happened, or did he, or did he become the Walking Dead? Like what happened? Like what happens? It leaves all these questions at the end of it. Listeners, cast your vote on our web page, right, or on the Facebook page. We're going to set up a poll. Which ending was better? Oh yeah, Will Smith blowing up or Will Smith? I like that. At yeah. the end. Let's go ahead and put a poll up. See what the listeners think. Sounds good. What I think this movie did wrong, and I said it earlier, the effects for the monsters. I think. Yeah. Overall, like I can't judge the movie based on an alternate ending. I can't say that that's what a movie did wrong because ultimately it's an alternate ending. I can now watch a movie and pick the one I prefer, like which ending I prefer. And so knowing that, I'll just pick the movie I prefer to see. But then what it did wrong is still going to be the effects of the monsters. Agreed. Uh, the, uh, those monster effects were so fucking bad. They were just like and- too cartoony and plasticky. And I understand they wanted yeah. them to have like uh, be kind of otherworldly and uh, obviously not human. But uh, I don't know. The Matrix movies had already come out at this point, right? Oh, yeah. I think that the fights with Mr. Smith, even though then those were also, they kind of looked a little cartoony yeah. and rubber. But you still, for the most part, used a real Hugo weaving for most of the scenes, it was like the super like actiony stuff. They would switch to a CG effect, but then it would go back to him being Hugo Weaving. Exactly, and that's what they needed to do. They needed to have a practical person playing the role in makeup or whatever. And then yeah. just for like the wides, we go into like you know rubbery superhero other people. Whatever. Yeah, they should have made they should have made him look like the guys from Mad Men from yeah. Mad Max. They're just all wearing suits. John Hamm running around smoking cigarettes. Oh, hey, so, uh, that would have been terrible. Got, uh, Debbie back there in your closet. Uh. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, no, but so Mad Max. That would have been amazing. We were, uh, if we were going to remake I Am Legend, hmm. how would we do that? I've only recast three people. I didn't even do the kid. I Same. did four. All right. Oh, wow. Well. I bet you guys did not recast the alpha male. No. No. No, I did. Oh, interesting. Uh, the, the alpha male in my version would be played by Dave Batista. Oh, I like that. Oh, okay. All right. Wearing his yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Drax makeup, sure. <laughs> exactly. All right. So the low person on your totem pole is probably the wife, Zoe Neville. You got right? it. Okay. Who, who did do you not have? do her? You didn't do her? <laughs> no, I did three people. I did Will Smith and then the two at the end. And the kid? You did the kid. All right. <laughs> Yeah. Ethan, you recast Ethan. I mean, fuck it. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> my Ethan's honestly very ridiculous, just to go with the theme that I have. Oh, got a theme. well, I go did ahead. do uh, Will Smith's wife, uh, who gets taken down yeah, by the helicopter. Uh, uh, no, uh, real quick, since you don't have it, Joel, mm-hmm. test. Who do you have for Ethan? For Ethan, I went with Jason Segel. Okay. 
he didn't have a recast. Tess didn't have a recast. And so when I mentioned that, he's I like, told- how about your mother going with that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, he just fucking throw him under could the bus, there, Joe. <laughs> hey man, but could you could you imagine Jason Segal playing that? You know, that'd be very ridiculous to see. <laughs> Having no lines, getting tucked in the bed by Wilson, <laughs> 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 playing the koi pond, <laughs> yeah, just splashing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, all right. So let's start with uh, Zoe Neville, the I wife. I went with uh, Rosario Dawson in that role because she seemed, okay. uh, that actress seemed uh, Colombian or something, right? I yeah. think I know the theme you're going for. I here, have no Joel. theme. I have no theme. It, it, it plays into one, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I, um, I went with Tika Sumter. She's in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. She plays James Marsden's girlfriend. Oh. Uh, she's, she's gorgeous. Uh, and she's. She's spunky, and she only has to be in this movie for like five minutes, so oh. it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if Joel's ever heard of her or not. I have heard of her from Ride Along and Ride Along 2. Oh, hey. okay. Tell okay. me about Ride Along. What's the story to Ride Along, Joel? So my recast is... Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so who's next? Who do we want to do? We want to do let's do Anna. 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 Okay, Anna. Yes. Uh, the uh, Alice Braga character. Yes. Braga? <laughs> the, the, Braga. Those eyebrows. Nothing to Braga about. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, well, for instead of Braga, I went with Kara. Kara Delevingne. I can never remember how to pronounce her name, but she was in Suicide oh. Squad and uh, yeah. Valerian and the Thousand Planets, or whatever the fuck that movie's called. City of a Thousand Planets. There you yeah. go. She's got uh, severe nostrils and eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Who do you have, Tess? She does. Mm-hmm. I went with Colby Smulders. Ooh. From. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> Bullshit recast. Is Allison Hannigan the dog? I could make that. Yeah. I, was like, I could have made her the dog. There you go. Uh, my, my Anna is going to be played by uh, Jane the Virgin, Gina Rodriguez. Ooh, good I call. Love her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Uh, and uh, rounding this all up are Robert Neville. Uh, the Will Smith character. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is going to be, I'm going to go with mine because I know you've never heard of him because you haven't watched the show yet. Uh, it's the actor who plays Cal from Watchmen, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah? uh, he, he's he's really good. He does some fantastic work. Uh, he would be great as Robert Neville, and I'm just going to throw down my director, George Miller. Oh, that's fantastic. Of course. Yes, sir. Well, I went with a guy named uh, Jesse okay, Williams. Well. You may not know his name, but uh, you'll know his uh, piercing blue eyes uh, and his mocha skin. From Grey's from, Anatomy. Uh, the Cabin in the Woods yeah. and also from Grey's Anatomy. Yes, absolutely. Oh, nice. Yeah. Isn't he the one that made like homophobic remarks or something and had to get like sensitivity? No, no that wasn't him. Not him. Not him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hope not because I love this not guy. Him. And I think he's got the emotional range and uh, he's got the look and uh, he, he should be uh, more leading men stuff. Yeah. You know what? That would be good. That would be good. Thanks. Well, honestly, uh, to, to to round out my uh, bullshit recast, uh, <laughs> I went with I went, <laughs> I went with an actor who I love very much, Neil Patrick Harris. NPH. As my, uh, He's as my bullshit character. Wait for it. For it. Dare. It man. only makes sense. Be amazing. Be oh amazing. My God. I am legendary. <laughs> who's, who's directing yours? Um, I'm going to go with the director of How I Met Your Mother as the director of this movie. <laughs> Damn the the, the <laughs> one director. <laughs> I went with uh, M Night Shyamalan. By the way, if you, oh my god! <laughs> what he's worked with Will Cameron, Smith before. He, he's go. he's good with twist endings and uh, dark territory. Uh, M Night be great. That's true. You're right about that. But Sorry. I thought we I, but I thought we just said that the one he did with Will Smith wasn't that great. No, it was but, horrible. <laughs> it'll have a better chance. <laughs> it was so bad. Guys, if you have any thoughts about how you would recast this movie or thoughts about the movie in general, uh, if we glossed over something that you've been screaming at your podcast screen about, let us know about it. Go to facebook.com slash editing bay or uh, in the uh, search bar, put in the editing bay, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us. Let us know what you think about the movie of the week. Or if you've got thoughts about movies that we can watch in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there. Uh, Speaking of which, what are we going to do next week? Well, it's my pick, isn't it? Okay, well, I was thinking about what I wanted to do. I wanted to go 
I wanted to continue the theme of basically craziness and sure. uh, post-apocalyptic movies that are going on. Because I realized great. I haven't seen that many. I haven't seen that many. So um, the movie that I came that I uh, eventually came to this week after having some help from a friend of our show, Jason Cox, <laughs> I came up with the movie Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah. Watch it actually because I've never seen that. Isn't that basically I Am Legend? No. Okay. So, so I said that to Tess earlier via text. When you said that, well, because uh, first of all, I hadn't seen I Am Legend, but from what I knew about it, and on the surface, they seem very similar, right? One person in, in a starring role, kind of carrying the movie. Uh, we begin the movie after a post-apocalypse. He's the only person left, uh, and he's fighting zombies. Seems uh, very yeah. very similar. But this one's British, bruv. That's true. Bruv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. Tess, you've picked uh, uh, two thirds of your picks so far have been English movies. Oh yeah. Oh, did you hear about Idris Elba? Yeah. Oh, he's he's. I know, not Black Superman. He's got Black Superman has the Coronas. Black Superman, the, the, the crypto. Well, tell them about the website. I'll tell you about the website. We have a website. It is uh, not the Editing Bay. It's not Edit Bay. It is EditingBay.com. Please go there, Uh, especially now in these trying times. You want to uh, uh, weekly enjoyment as long as we're alive and able to do this. We'll be bringing new uh, episodes every week uh, that you can subscribe to at EditingBay.com. We have links to our social networks, the aforementioned Facebook page, as well as uh, our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. Please follow us there. You'll always know what movies we're doing next uh, and uh, whether we switch them up as we did this week because Joe Last week, yeah, yeah you had right. announced uh, he's just not that into you. Well, you just weren't that into that movie, so no, uh, <laughs> I had to switch wasn't. it up. But uh, we'll we'll do that at some point. Uh, but this is all people are talking about, uh, so I think it's good that we're carrying that on. All that and more on editingbay.com. Leave us a rating and review on your podcasting app. Five star rating would be fantastic, and then just uh, a little review. Let us know what you think you're, uh, that we're doing right. Uh, if there's something that we're doing wrong, something you think that we could be improving on, go ahead and put your criticism there. Just make it five star criticism because you know what? If you leave less than five stars, you're a filthy boogeyman trying to take some woman <laughs> away from her family. That's right. That's right. You, you are like legend. That. You are oh. legend, but the bad kind, Mm-mm. the Ooh. kind that gets away at the end. Yeah, look. <laughs> oh, Trump. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> That's so dumb. But uh, but yeah. All right. So uh, we will see you next week uh, as we talk about Twenty Eight Days Later. Mm. Uh, Jeff, thank you very much. Ugh. Tess, good job. Thank you. This worked Joel, well, right? Pleasure. Yeah. No, this sucked. No, no, this was great. <laughs> Barring a few uh, <laughs> audio quality not, things, I am not looking forward to another nine weeks, twelve <laughs> weeks doing podcasts like this. we can see each I other. Mean, it's uh, we'll work out the kinks I next mean, week. I do like sitting in Jason's office, I must say. <laughs> My God. All right, guys. We will see you next week for 28 Days Later. See you. See you. Bye, You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.